What's up, everybody? This is Sean from Shadow Gaming here with another episode of the podcast. As usual, we have Raven. Hello. We have Lord. Still not a real person. Yes. Uh, we have Wales returning again. What to do, fellas? And we have three new guests that are going to be here for this, to- uh, this topic, which is going to be pretty fun. We have Wolf. What's up? We have Larson. Say who? <laughs> <laughs> who that? And then we have Scantron 5K. Let's fucking lose. <laughs> Every okay. day. So today we have an interesting episode. Maybe we'll be able to stretch it into two, but we'll see how it goes. First topic is actually going to be the importance of how, how much the arcades and gaming with those cabinets actually changed a lot of stuff or how historical it was. I mean, before, before everybody just laid out in the street, you know, didn't worry about getting car, getting run over by cars all the way out until COVID. The lights turned on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, even when arcades were there, I still played out in the street. There's some hilarious stories I got about that. Yeah, but I think more people should be playing in the street right now, actually. <laughs> you know, a lawnmower engine and a small toy fire trucks for little kids is hilarious when you put your, your younger sibling in it, put a fire helmet on it, and just say, go! Because they'll run into everything. And when I mean little, I mean like six years old. My mother was very mad at us. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, um... Sounds you know, like arcade kept people out of trouble, huh? Yeah, they, I mean, mm-hmm. they, they did. I mean, you went in there when you had money to burn, and you went in there when you didn't have money to burn. Right? So, I'll tell you why I think part of it is really important is I try to tell my kids, I'm like, look, arcades now are nothing but a bunch of ticket redemption shit. Like, there are some cool things. You can run into a Dave and Busters and stuff like that. You got all the cruising games and stuff that are re- they're remaking stuff, you know, the walking dead and all those things. Those are really fun games to play. But back in the day, it wasn't a, a nerdy thing to do, right. For lack of a better term, you know, a lot of gamers get a lot of flack for being gamer nerds, stuff like that. Back in the day, the arcades were literally a place you just fucking hung out. You skateboard up to the arcade, dude, you spend $20. For me, it was like loser, <laughs> Loser pays, winner stays all day in the Mortal Kombat 2 machine, Mortal Kombat 1. But, like, that was a hangout. It was a place to go. It was a place to be. It was uh, it was fun. You know what I mean? It's uh, not, you know, it, it was a great point in time, I should say. So, consoles, no hate. I just, that's my big thing. I think arcades were something that were, uh, it was just a place to be. You know what I mean? It was a fun spot. Yeah, it was. I have to, it, go ahead. Sorry, Shadow. I, I was going to say, I have to agree with Skin. And the other thing I was going to say is like, like growing up and going to like laundromats and stuff like that. And you'd meet other kids and even, you know, other adults and you'd sit there and actually have a community. And like, we have a gaming community online and that, but there's nothing like being like, oh, did you see this trick? And someone actually showing you physically and having that physical interaction inside of an actual arcade. Plus, like that was when you got to see, like, oh my God, did you see the new new arcade game? Like, 
was a big deal when your arcade got a new new game. Oh, God. Yeah, absolutely. And like back in the heyday, it was like, yeah, redemption stuff like existed and it was there. But you didn't necessarily go there for that. You went there to go just pay money to play games. You didn't you were just getting enjoyment out of it, dude. And you ran out of money, dude. You just hung out and, you know, lurked around the arcade <laughs> trying to find a quarter on the ground. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dude, I was one of those kids who would always go to the machines and stick my my finger in like little slots time, in case dude. somebody yeah. like rejected or so. Hell yeah. Because I mean, I lose mine because I mean, I didn't get much. I only got like maybe five, six dollars. Like my mom, you know, back when malls were a thing and everything and every mall had a tilt and everything. It was like, yeah. you know, I couldn't wait. For her to go shopping because i know i got to tag along and i got to go to an arcade because she dumped me off there with like five five bucks ten if she was feeling really good and i just go to town and i mean just like you said if, whether it was old ones new ones you know it's it's the bright lights it was the camaraderie shoulder to shoulder with other people you know that was that was the original you know social networking kind of thing and stuff and that's what oh, made our yeah. so great yeah i mean you got and one of the people one of the cool Sorry. things that... Oh, my uh, bad. Go ahead. My bad, John. No problem. Uh, one of the things that was a huge difference compared to gaming at an arcade and sitting at home, you know, BSing while playing an, uh, an online game on a console. Attitudes were a lot different then. They were, you know, they were competitive, but not, you know, slap you down, talk trash just because you're not that great. Now, that's a that's a new societal thing yeah that, oh, that's what i was every, getting that's people do not know how to communicate like because in the arcade you smack someone in the mouth if they start oh, yeah. mouthing off to you right oh, I, I was about to that say that Oof. yep that's the big difference like it, it, now it's, now I, it's like mm. yeah it's you're you're too comfortable at home so you know the internet is oh, anonymity yeah. So you can get away with talking shit and nobody you start can talking cash. crap in a, yeah. an arcade and, you know, you might get laid out by a guy like in two seconds. No, for real, because you're not in there just fucking around with dorks. You're in there fucking around with people that are just there hanging out and they like playing arcade games, too. You're sitting next to them at my local arcade. We had this arcade that was the Mecca, dude. We just loved it. It was called Area Code 313. It was just a full blown arcade. Nothing else to it. Full blown arcade. Because back in the day in Michigan, where I'm from, the area code was 313 on all the local phone numbers. So for whatever reason, the arcade was called Area Code 313. Hell and yeah. There was, always, there was always these big motherfuckers that wore trench coats and sat at the Mortal Kombat machines, dude, and the Street Fighter machines. And dude, you could not beat them. You know what I mean? It That's because like, they weren't wearing pants. That's why they had trench coats on. So go ahead. <laughs> you know, they they had, hey, hey, you got to get comfortable. <laughs> so don't sit on the stools at your arcade. um i mean i don't remember uh that place but i mean oh yeah that's right yeah i keep forgetting your permission yeah this was in uh waterford it was off dixie highway okay okay i'm i'm 39 so okay yeah we're really close we're really close um so uh, being up that way i was like at you know i was down in about that time, Taylor or Detroit. So, I, I you know I grew up part of my life in Taylor, Tucky. Um, Absolutely, yep. Uh, and then so and then we moved up to Detroit. So, I can't remember half of the name of the the small joints we ended up going to for uh, for arcades. But I don't remember that place. But it sounds wonderful. 
It was awesome. It was my absolute favorite place. It was where we went for every birthday, my brother's birthday, any friend's birthday, but it was like, drop us off. I got a $20 bill. I'm going to game as long as I can on the 20 bucks. And I didn't care if I came home with a fucking airhead candy or like a, you know, whatever you get for like any redemption machines. I was like, I'm thinking every quarter into something that is not a redemption machine. Right. How, how many of us actually had different arcades that you went to based upon the games that you wanted to play? Cause not all the arcades had the same. Right. Yep. So I remember I going through like, what am I feeling like playing? I'm feeling like going over to Bolero to the bowling alley that had an awesome arcade there. Am I going to the mall to, to, to hit up that arcade or am I heading to this other movie theater over here to play, you know, the new time crisis that's or whatever. That's a good point. Yeah. Larry, that is yep. such a good point. I mean, Dude, for I me, it was depending on where my mom was going to let me go and if we needed to do laundry or not. <laughs> no, you just you just catch a ride with someone else's mom. There was always one of your boys that had a parent that was like, oh, you guys want to go somewhere, Sonny? Sure. We jump in the freaking station wagon and oh, roll God. somewhere. You know, hey, and it was like, you're how, mowing lawns the weekend prior, right? Trying to get that, you know, $20, $30 saved up. And it's just going to be like going for entertainment. It's like, mom i'm going to the bowling alley or mom i'm going to watch a movie and it's like you get to the movie and go i don't really want to watch anything here but i do want to play one of those 12 games that are sitting there so i'm going to blow this entire 20 dollars right there um Dude. two questions before we move forward one how many of us have ever been in the back the far back of a station wagon oh straight up god <laughs> yeah oh, you mean with the roll down up. window like with the roll down window on the back yeah, so like the, yeah, yeah the okay. one where you're in like above the back seats where the glass comes down and stuff. You're laying on that ledge. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Like if your car, if the, it gets rear-ended, you're, you're totally done. dead. Yeah. You're that's done. called the death seat. Yeah. That's the, that's the death seat. So, you know, anybody that got, that's the Pinto seat. Meaning if a Pinto gets rear-ended, it blows up. If you get rear-ended in the back of a station wagon, you're just dead. Period. Yeah. Um, you ate, and you ate glass. Yeah. Hamburger seat. Yeah. And then my uh, my other question is, how many of us have been to like bowling alleys and roller rinks and stuff like that and didn't give two shits about the actual bowling or roller rink? And <laughs> That's just what wanted... I wanted fixing to literally say was yep. just like, I would go to the bowling alley and not give a shit about bowling. It was about those eight arcade games. They had. Okay, right. so time out. There's one extra thing that I'll say. So there was only one thing that could get my attention away from the arcade machines in those locations. And that was chips. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. That's yeah. the only thing that would pull my attention. Be like, and, and if you're really day, good, you could pull the chick into the arcade with you and see if they would game too. Then you knew. Oh, that's a unicorn, dude. That was a straight I know, unicorn I know. for that to happen. I, I don't know about gaming with you, but I do know that even back then, chicks just would hang out at places that, you know, if you went to a legit arcade, we're talking like, you know, early 90s and stuff, mid 90s. Chicks were there, too, because that's just where people hung out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. the mall arcades, dude. There was ass in the mall arcade for sure. Oh, oh yeah. About it. I love, Larson, I love that you said you had a bolero. We had a bolero in Michigan. <laughs> and you Heck might remember yeah. this. Yeah, Raven, uh, you might remember there's a bolero. Uh, where the hell is that? It's, it's over there by Novi somewhere. I, I'm trying to think. You know uh, bro, uh, bolero actually took over the uh, Brunswick chains. Oh, did it really? Yeah, so I've got I, I have three Brunswick zones. Well, what were Brunswick zones? I go buy it probably about two three months ago over the summer. They're like Bolero. I, I've never heard of that group, of that brand. 
And it's like, all of them? Okay. We'll check it out. <laughs> um, Wolf, I want to I hear some info from Wolfman, because I know this dude hung out in some arcades, no question about it. Or is he fading out asleep. already? He is fading. He's, he's asleep. <laughs> or again? No, I'm just there a deep go. thinker. Always deep thoughts. Because I thought we are watching you Bob Dole on it. Yeah. Bob Dole. Just had a deep Bob thoughts Dole. with Wolf. I need Bob a pen Dole. for that, Stan. Hey, Wolf, we need to have that podcast, Deep Thoughts with Wolf. Oh, definitely. <laughs> but I did have an epiphany, and that is, um, you know, I know the big craze, and I know Larson could vouch for this, is the multiplayer, you know, getting online with your friends, being able to talk and chat and play through games. And we didn't have that back in the day, right? So going to the arcade was our multiplayer that's where you got a chance to hang out with friends, talk, put your quarters up on the arcade. That was the multiplayer of the late 1980s, early 1990s. You went to the arcade. Nothing like slapping your coins up in the corner. Oh, and being definitely. Like, I'm up I now. Still, I still hear that. I still hear that noise when you popped it on that plexiglass. <laughs> uh, or, guys do it with your, you guys do that to your arcade machines just to have that noise every so often, right? Yep. Straight up. <laughs> If I did do it, I would do it on my Mortal Kombat 2 cabinet because that's the yes. OG. Yep. Um, if I did it on my Mega Kid, it would probably slide it off. Might slip, it might slip between the old uh, flange against the play field up against the glass. But oh yeah, let me check well, on that. Well, you should just just for nostalgia point, and uh, you should have like two quarters just up there sitting on your MK all that the time. That is such a good idea, and that's that is a great idea. First, that's not the first time that this has come up. And I'll tell you the one reason I haven't done it is because I had my brother, who's a graphic designer, I had him custom make a bezel that has all of the movesets for MK1, 2, 3, and 4, because I have a JAMA switcher in it with all the PCBs for MK1, 2, 3, and 4. And it literally takes up every single bit of real estate all the way around it. So even if you have a quarter sitting on the bottom, it's covering part of a moveset. So if you were playing that game, you wouldn't be able to say, listen, that's just me nitpicking. I could totally throw them up there, but it's like, yeah, I'd have to move it once yeah. in a while. Yeah. I was going to say, though, but you could you could get it to where you had like two quarters up there and they were years. The year the cabinet was made and the year you remember the first time that you played it. Boom. 1980, whatever, or 1992 or whatever yeah, that year was. And just have them sitting up there. Yep. I will and tell you this. My you could have slipped them into the actual, the plate when it, it was made for you oh, like actually have like it, yeah in the cabinet like inset so no one can just take them and they're like inset in there i have so, that like, in my mr do i have a 1982 mr do tabletop and i have a oh, 1982 wow. quarter sitting in there awesome so what about a, what about a year that represents the first blowy you got in an arcade or handle <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> are we talking blumpkins or are we talking Oh, oh, no, I never said that. Oh, oh boy, never said that. Oh, man. Sorry, derailed. derailed. You're gonna have to edit that one out. <laughs> Nonsense. No, 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 no. We do it live, oh, baby. Right yeah, we. There's it's no editing, man. <laughs> yeah, who invited this guy? Not be. Awesome. Um, I will wait. tell you this: on the play field for my MK2 cab, the original Plex. Everything on my cabinet is original, and in the original Plexi, I have. 
a cigarette burn and someone scratched 420 into it and I fucking love it. And I would never replace it. <laughs> oh, that nice. is that's sweet. Great. Uh, that's another thing. You always that. find like cigarette burns on everything. And oh yeah, dude. Dude, I got a couple right here. There's some cigarette burns right up in here. Yep. Oh yeah. I didn't realize you had a three-player hydro thunder back there. Oh yeah. I thought if it was only two four, every time I, I saw it. <laughs> oh no, no. I just I'm don't have room for the fourth one. Cheers, gang. Whoever's drinking, oh, I'm drinking. Hold on. There we go. This is like shot number six so far, Scan. Uh, oh, absolutely. And I got I'm on like 36. Oh, <laughs> I, I love like quietly in the background, you just hear Lord go, salute. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, um, no, I mean, like, in personal, like, arcades changed so much for, like, just life in general, like, all the experience of going to them. I, I, I do miss them, like, on a whole. Um, I wish they would just have arcades for arcades' sake, you know? Get your ass to Chicago. We'll go to Galloping Ghosts. There I know. I great know. point. Now, we do have a lot of the retro stuff popping back up and bringing all the nostalgia back, which I think is super dope. But to your point, even though I know I'm going to walk into any modern arcade and I'm going to be disappointed with a lot of shit, I still will walk into every single one of them and look oh, around yeah. and just be like, oh, I'll play that. I'll play that. Okay, I'll play that. It is. It's, it's, the, it's the lights. It's the noise. You know, even like you said, even if you ran out of money, you still just stay there just to be in awe and just to Absolutely. be in the presence of all the stuff that's going on and just watching other players play. And then seeing like, okay, I just got my ass handed to me. Let me watch this guy and study him and stuff. Cause back then there were no, Oh, watch my YouTube video. And here's how you can cheat. Or here's how you do this. Or here's this. Dude. No, you had, to, you had to just learn. And just by watching other players play or subscribe to the mini gaming magazines and try and go back to that cheat section at the BAN that would give you a moves list or something like you, well, you had to figure it out on your own. There was no, let me just look it up and someone else will tell me what to do. Mm, Nintendo even power. To, Nintendo <laughs> power. Even to add on to that a little EGM. bit, like the even though you know you're not gonna really care for everything that a modern arcade is gonna have, you're talking about just being in the atmosphere, the lights. Like I'll tell you this, like in my home game room, I don't even have to play anything as long as everything's on and I'm in here just doing something. I'm fucking happy. Spectrum because I'm in the place i want to be yeah. no, nothing in here is hooked up to spectrum except this phone i'm talking to you right now <laughs> See, i have spectrum and i have had no fucking problems so i don't See, um I, I still say it was just that one phone because once you switch to the other phone for the streams no drops ever yeah i You're think you've exactly gone three right. straight without a drop bro i think three. I ever since you switched at least two or three yeah and the funny thing is that the one I'm talking to you guys on right now for the uh, podcast chat is my old Galaxy S9 Plus. So, oh. hey, we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, congratulations. You, know me, you jinxed him. <laughs> I'm going to throw that out there. Oh, we do this shit all the time. It's, it's, um, it's just like a shutout. You never call it. Yep. Um, <laughs> now, I want to go back to the fact that you guys had windows to look out of. I got to sit in the trunk. I didn't even get a window. Oh, of the, of oh, the, the station oh, uh, wagon. Yeah, of the station wagon. I was in the trunk. We didn't have a station wagon. We had a freaking like, a little Cavalier thing. All right. Uh, and I was in the trunk. Um, so we're going into horror movies now, right? 
that was our transition. Hey. That's the transition. Child abuse from our era was just parenting. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to transition. It's got to be off of the not the first arcade that I would go to, which would be in the mall, but the second one. Uh, we had a, a little ice rink up here. It's called Planet Ice. Um, we would go up there for a hockey practice. And I got to tell you, I have never seen coaches throw as much shit at any player ever in today's society as I saw whenever we would, you know, just skate off the ice and start playing arcade machines. Every time, because you know, we're walking in the arcade on skates, and the floor there was just a regular fucking floor. It wasn't the, the special mat to walk on where you're not cutting in and jacking up the skate blades and no, no. So I got That's something for you guys. Horrible. You okay. remember. When you were in your arcade and you're waiting in line at the MK machine and the lines, I remember the lines like seven, eight, ten deep quarters are up and I'm watching and I saw Kano rip out somebody's heart. We all went ape shit. We're like, what the hell? How did that happen? And like Whale said, there was no internet. There was no magazines that told you how to do the moves. You had to be at the arcade. You had to ask the person that was playing, yo, dude, how did you do that? What was the button combination or joystick combination? And I just remember being in awe when I saw Kano hold that heart Bro. and the blood was dripping. I was like, holy crap, this is next. This is next level stuff right here. You are that was some zero. Yeah, you're speaking to my soul. Yeah, Sub Zero, Sub -Zero with, the, with the spine. Yeah, yeah. Sub Zero was the first one yeah. I did. That's why he's the first it. one I successfully pulled up was his. And yeah, it's easy. Now. Dude, the first one I was, the first one I saw was Raiden's making the head explode with the light. So here's a, here's a fun part is the first time I saw Mortal Kombat 1, it was in 1992, obviously, but it was at an arcade at Alpine Ski Resort in Michigan. I was a big freestyle skier growing up. So I was at the ski hills every day. Oh, God, I remember that. Yeah, my brother, <laughs> my brother ran up to me and he's like, arr, arr. I had a brother that's about a year and a half younger. Aaron, oh my God, you get to see this game. There's people falling on spikes and stuff. And I was like, oh, whatever. You know, like I decided, you know, this is my little brother. So we go into the arcade and I see someone fall on the spikes in the pit and I almost lost my shit. I was like, this is the dopest thing I've ever seen in my life. My life was never the same ever since that. So we got an arcade in the ski resort, which was awesome, and uh, and it happened to be Mortal Kombat, which was super dope. So, okay, I, I think I have best arcade location ever, and I know some of you have heard me say this story. I used to go in Chicago to a Catholic high school, like religious Catholic, or okay, like religious private. Nice. Or, I mean, you know, they still hit Catholic you with the ruler if you didn't listen. If it's a Catholic high school that isn't religious, I mean, it's a little weird. <laughs> Anyhow, they're all weird. First day I go with it, I go in there. I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, let's just get through the day so I can get just fuck off and, you know, fool around. 
I go into the uh, the thing for or the cafeteria for lunch. I just jaw drop. There's a friggin' arch rivals cabinet there. There's a Street Fighter cabinet there, and there's a friggin' Mortal Kombat cabinet because we're like six blocks away from Midway. Oh, <laughs> everything in Chicago has a Mortal Kombat cabinet. By well, yeah, and it, it was funny. It was just because they actually put the cabinet in that school just to test it and get people's reactions. I love this so story. So they put this Mortal Kombat a good story. Yes, in a Catholic high school In a Catholic cafeteria. high school to see what they thought about it. Awesome. <laughs> Great thinking, Midway. You're yeah. yeah. Way to uh, go, Ed Boone. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I knew there was say, be a lot of Mortal Kombat talk tonight, and I love it. One uh, of the, the games I loved so much in the arcade is probably not top of your guys's list but um i had a lot of fun playing uh rampage in the arcade okay oh heck yeah my um, youngest is loving that he just plays on my mod one and stuff this is rampage world tour he can't put it down like put loves it down that. like loves that mm-hmm. i uh, i uh oh oh i heard my get own a little, voice get a little echo we're good yeah. I um fuck it, fuck it, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> do it, Bill Riley. Um, that, that was I, probably me. I loved okay. playing it like so much that like I actually have the cartridge for the Nintendo version sitting in this room that I'm sitting in in my gaming room, and like I anytime I can find a copy of it, and it's like it's on my Pi and all that. I love that game. And that is where the love for it started was sitting in the arcade and realizing, hey, when the other person's like, you know, dead and going across the screen, if you um, you can eat them before they can put their quarter in, they have to start their points all over again. <laughs> Dick move. <laughs> yeah, there, there's so many great memories. I mean, like I said, the high school was, you know, a mile and a half from my house. Like two blocks away from the high school, there was a bowling alley that had Spider-Man, the arcade game. Again, since close to Midway, another Mortal Kombat cap. Um, just so many weird games, you know, the hard driving, uh, pole position. And it was fun just to be able to walk into any of these locations. What was the name game of the NASCAR game? game? We played a lot Daytona. of that one. Yeah, yeah Daytona. Daytona. Played a lot sure. Played a one lot of, the most of recognizable Daytona. themes in video games, baby. Daytona. Mm. Played a lot of that. You're muted, Dan. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, my bad. Um, do Sorry. you guys remember? Do you remember the um, like the first style of cabinet that really caught your attention? Because for me, it was experience cabinets. Hence the reason why I have sit downs. It was all of the sit down, the light guns. It was those were the ones that grab my attention more than anything else however the first arcade that actually got me to go what was that dragon's lair yep I was when just was the first time that. you guys saw dragon's lair dude ducky e. cheese 50 cents i couldn't even believe it i took a shit i had to ask my mom she's like <laughs> yeah because you, you were only six get years a dollar old. and i'm like shit, that, that's shit. two plays <laughs> i, I I was about to just say, I think it was Chuck E. Cheese was the first time I seen that one. Yeah. Um, uh, but the, uh, the first one to have that emotion, sorry, Riff, um, was sure, sure, one of the cut few... me off all you want. Uh, cut you off. Okay. 
uh, was for me, it was actually me and my brother who was nine years older than myself. And we this came across top all over my computer. A tapper cabinet. Oh. The most unique yeah. thing for us because it was like, really, it's just a full tab? Uh, you know, bar tap? Sweet. Let's try it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> that and timber. Oh, oh timber. No, actually, in Chicago, cabinet. I never found a timber. It wasn't until later I finally got to play that game. I mean, I there's plenty of our like arcade cabinets that I've you know, like. The, I think the first one I ever played was uh, Centipede, and but the one that blew me Human the way Centipede. the 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 one that blew me the way the most was uh, what you guys would call an experience cabinet. But it was uh, like you're in the full dome flying a jet, and oh, it was a yeah. yeah afterburner. After, yeah. Yep. And I was just like, what is that? Like, and it just blew me away, you know, at the time. Like, what is going on here? Why is why is this arcade game so big? And they're like, Yeah, you get in this hole. And I'm like, what the hell? Yep. And that was the afterburner one that did the tilt, right? Like yeah. the whole yep. cabinet moved. Oh, yep. And yeah. you're like, hold up, dude. This is crazy. And yep. like the arcade we went to, I think it was like a dollar twenty-five to play that game. And I was like shocked that it was so expensive. Cause arcades weren't too too bad back then. And then like a dollar twenty-five to play a game? I don't know. And then I watched someone play, and I was like, "I got, I got to do this. I got, I don't fucking care. I'm going." Oh, yeah, <laughs> that that one you're talking about is actually in the beginning of Terminator Two when they're in the arcade and when they're trying to run from the T1000. He's playing Afterburner, and you see the whole thing tilting back and forth. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh I have to go back and watch that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Awesome. I I think uh, the whole experience cab thing. The 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 main time that it blew me away in my life we were on vacation actually down here in florida when i was a kid um i can't remember how old i was i think early teens something like that and what was the name of the cabinet where you're in literally like you're it's like a jet fighter game but you're in an entire gyroscope where you spin upside down and it tilts all the way over like fun fact galloping ghost arcade has one right now it's one of the few in existence and they they own one right now yeah, I saw that, that? Uh, on a video from them. Uh, I can't remember the yeah. name of it. I'll look it up, though. Yeah, that blew my mind. I think it was like 20 bucks to play one round in it. We were in Florida. My dad's always like, how come we always end up in an arcade when we go on vacation? I'm like, because, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's, a big, it's a different location. <laughs> All different I can't see palm trees outside and then see a dark, freaking well-lit arcade on the inside. I can't remember the name of the place, but... um. Uh, there's this place like an hour and a half away from uh, Windsor in Canada that my parents oh, drove us for for a vacation and it's like an adventure zone and it's a hotel like with bowling alleys and that and this huge arcade and my dad's like hey you know you just take this card that we prepaid and you can play as many arcade games as you want or you can go bowling or, you know, this or that. Yeah, say less, Dad. Say less, yeah. Dad. I heard yeah. what I needed yeah. to hear. Yeah, <laughs> no, all right. Yeah, I, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. And, like, the arcade would go all night long and they'd keep it on. 
And I literally, my dad came down and grabbed me literally by my ear and was like, get in the hotel room and go to bed. <laughs> and I was like, but I still can play. <laughs> it was all I could play and I can still play more. Oh, Ooh. man, I love it. Now, tell me about the first time you guys actually peed your pants at an arcade. Like, seriously, like you walked in between arcades and you peed on the floor. Never did that. I, can never for me. I, can't. Man, I didn't do that either. I was just trying to see if something. <laughs> um, there. Okay. So uh, off of um, Gratiot, there used to be this oh, tiny. Here we go. Oh, yeah. There used <laughs> to be this tiny little hole in the wall arcade that uh, I would go to as I got older. And this is like right when arcades are like all disappearing and this place stayed open for a while. And I was like probably 16 at the time, 17. And like I first time I walked in there, I was like, I have never seen arcade games that um, have nude women all over them. What the hell? <laughs> but you have my attention. <laughs> oh yeah it was like yeah. it was interesting there was like nude poker and strip poker games and like yeah, it was the vga or what is it vga it was like the the video um i'm messing that up i think but it's like it's an actual person that they recorded and it was like i can't believe this exists and they're like, oh, you have to be 18 to play those games and go into that section. I'm like, are you, are you like, really? The fuck I do. It's like, okay, so I can stand, so I can stand right here, and I could, I could be here. I just can't be there. Okay, so I'll, I'll stand right here and watch. <laughs> yeah, right. It wasn't like it was in a closed-off room. It's just in a corner of the arcade. So it's like I could stand anywhere in the arcade, and all the that's the going back to the the feeling, all the noises of all the arcade games going off and just like hearing that noise and people like laughing and freaking out what is something that always I get back to like we went for to Damon Busters for my uh wife's uh birthday this year and I was just walking around enjoying the sound oh god yeah the sounds alone and then also to your nudity point Welcome to Mayhong on the Mega Cave. Is it Mayhong or Mahong? <laughs> yeah, it's always Mahong. It's always Mahong. It's called Peach Ball. Peach Ball. Real, real <laughs> fast. <laughs> Soon, Larson. Soon. What was your yeah, least? I mean, welcome to uh, beat him and eat him. I mean, uh, <laughs> what was your least favorite arcade game back in the day? Like you, you everyone oh, would want you to play question, it. Yeah. Everyone wants you to play it, and you're like, I am not playing that crap uh oh my wait, god wait, before this before anybody answers uh i just did went and checked the video real fast it is called the sega r360 oh for Galpin, the uh yeah Galpin ghost has the only working public available system within the united states and i think i think the video that i remember seeing it in was in the up up down down when yeah, uh, and they it said really that confuses that machine cost me. a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. It really confuses me that there used to be like hundreds of thousands of these systems everywhere. And now like you can only find like a handful. Well, no, this this particular system was only there was only a thousand of them made. Yeah, that's like a rare it was it was a full gyroscope. 
Well, no, I'm just talking about like arcade systems in general. Yeah, and if you looked at the at the turn of the millennium, you know, you could if you were lucky, you could sit there and go see a fully working TMNT cab or the Simpsons and oh, pick it up for like 450 bucks. That's that's now, my baby. That's that's the first one bucks. that I fell in love with. Oh, oh god. god, was Ninja Turtles because in the end we talk about you know like I remember my my most like achieving that's what I got in trouble with. <laughs> yeah, it was Chuck E. Cheese sitting there because I was a Ninja Turtle maniac. And then I go to Chuck E. Cheese and there's a game and I get to be any turtle I want. And I'm just going and beating up foot soldiers. I mean, I was, I was done. Uh, all right, quickly. All right. What turtle? Leo. <laughs> Wolf? Donatello because of that giant phallic wooden staff he, he had. He had some range with the staff. Yep. Pretty skilled with a bow staff. <laughs> Scan? Leo all the way. Dude. <sighs> Donnie just for the reach for me. <laughs> Lord? Raphael. Raph. Raph. The brash New Yorker, of course. Um, when I was a kid, I was Mikey all the way, man. Larson, where were you? All right, so guess. What do you guys think? With my personality, who was my turtle? <laughs> Michelangelo. Yeah. Yep. yep. I was, that's up. what I was going to guess. I've only known him for like maybe, what, 30 minutes now? <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to think, which turtle loves nudity the most? And <laughs> Michelangelo was the first one to pop up. Yeah, he, he, was, he, copped, he copped a feel on April in that episode. But, so, I mean, exactly. <laughs> well, and, and the thing is, is like the, the one turtle that is halfway um, pointless, um, has no idea what's going on, and is basically just there for comic relief. There you go. Yeah, yeah. See, as an adult from the live action one. As an, as an adult, my my turtle has changed. I'm now a Raphael guy. Like so angry as an adult. As a kid, I'm like, yeah, let's be funny. <laughs> now I'm like, let's seek vengeance. <laughs> you know, Rave, there's a reason for that. And uh, again, it's something you taught you told me earlier. You are a magnet. Oh yeah, um, just a magnet for violence uh, in my adult life. We probably could get along pretty well. I love death metal, and a lot of violence goes hand in hand with that. Death core death metal. The thing is, is like it's random violence. It's not even like I look for it or I'm trying for it. It just it comes to me, and you know. Shadow earlier is like uh, I'm terrified of the day that you and Lord are you know, in the same place because like all hell's going to break loose. And I'm like, ah, it'll be fine. <laughs> it happened one time, Chernobyl. <laughs> 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 what was that uh, nuclear power plant that blew up in, uh, in uh, the United, no, oh, in the United States? Um, Three Mile Island? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, me and Lord's bad. We're sorry. <laughs> right. Uh, so I know Sean asked, "What was your least favorite game?" I've got a question to ask. Once actually, all... I asked that yeah. Raven did, or whoever, whoever did. Yeah, Raven took <laughs> over today. <laughs> I take uh, over a lot. Oh my god, least favorite! I got one. If all you guys are thinking, I remember back in the arcade, I at a place called um, Spaceport at the Roosevelt Mall. You walked up to an arcade, 
and it was like kind of like a yoke, kind of like a Star Wars. You know what I'm talking about? Like, um, it's the uh, that special like what's it called? A yoke joystick or control yeah. panel? You walked up to it and you put your face in it. Okay? Oh, that stupid. That, and yeah, that submarine one, I know. Yes, it's okay. the submarine one. It's, I think it, I don't know if it's called Subrock or something, and you put your face in it, and you heard boom, boom, and you had to shoot these ships. I fuck, I hated that arcade game. <laughs> I have two, I it was off trash. The, two off the top of my head. Um, one was uh, like the river rapids, like you're not actually doing anything except moving a giant thing with someone else trying to go down a rapids. Are you talking things. about Tubin? Are no. you talking about Tubin? No, I was gonna say no. GTF. No, Tubin's all awesome. yeah. <laughs> no, no, I was like, I was like oh, you're out of here. That's it, you're out. Tribe has spoken. <laughs> I am a co host. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I didn't like those games because I felt like I needed to be doing something more than just like trying to drive something. And another thing that popped up in the arcades later in my life was like Dance Dance Revolution. Oh, I hated those games. So everyone's oh, like, God, let's do it. Ball. And I'm like, I don't want to. Oh, okay. So that game in particular, I'm going to touch on that. So Dance Dance Revolution. Uh, some people don't know this, whatever. I was like the principal male ballet dancer for a company for like 10 years. So everybody's expecting me to get up there and dance and love those games. I freaking hate those games. They're, <laughs> they're stupid. They're the dumbest game ever. It's like, okay. that's, that's not, that's not correct. Okay. The only way I'll ever play a Dance Dance Revolution game. And that's only because uh, I believe it was Bill who did it. Yeah, is as they sleep on Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> Hell yeah! So messed up. What? Who did this? Bill no, actually yeah, took yeah, one of your right. socks yeah, and turned it your... into a DDR sock. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me. I was like, wait, who the fuck danced to that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just break your legs and ankles trying to keep up with the beat. <laughs> you right. You don't even have that anti-slip surface on it because you're just gonna. Yeah. Austin, also uh, broke his TV, broke the lamp. <laughs> oh, Where's man. the mosh setting? The mosh setting. Air guitar on the toaster, I, crumbs everywhere. Right. When that showed up too, like I, I mean, I was already smoking at that point in my life. So like I'm a teenager smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. Um, and like they're like, Yeah, let's go do this. I'm like, I nah, man. I'm lucky if I can walk from here to here. I shouldn't be smoking this much. Still That's smoking the offset cardio, bro. That's the offset <laughs> cardio. Let's go. Let's fill up the glasses. Stop messing around oh, tonight. Yeah. See, fill I loved Dance Dance Revolution. Okay. All right. I'm I played it all the time. Straight from the source. With a wonderful, yeah. wonderful girl who's always there in the arcade and she always wore these tiny little sundresses all right yeah it was one of my favorite games to play of all time <laughs> i hated this fucking little basketball thing that they had up there that everybody always wanted me to play um, it was a crock of shit it was like that little carnival game 
Oh my, my wife loves those. I hate them. I don't. I, I don't have a bad game that I don't like outside of DDR. I mean, like, because I always watch those games, and I'm like, I'm not playing that one because that one sucks. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't have play. a particular game either. I had a genre that I hated, but now and Wolf is probably a good reason why. Yes, is I hated shmups. Shmups were so stupid because. I mean, you go there with five, ten dollars, and those games are absolutely <laughs> designed, especially the bullet hell ones, to just fuck you over and take your money. So, like, if I didn't play it right, I'd be out of my five bucks in like two minutes. Yeah, Mucci just destroy you. <laughs> but Mucci, now, Mucci uh, now that I have virtual money and I can do whatever I want, and I've actually started playing them, I'm actually enjoying them, and I'm getting decent at them too. Yeah, so you're I, good. I mean, it's they're a lot of fun, and there's a lot of good ones. And I didn't because usually when you think of it, you just think it's it's just the left and right moving ones. Now they've got the ones that are up and down, or the ones where you fly and you actually switch to the other side of the screen and attack this way. And so yeah, I have dude. found love for shmups now. But back when I was a kid, fuck those games. Oh uh, man, I'm gonna say for my worst, um, it's gonna be kind of well, won't be controversial, but y- you won't expect it. Pit Fighter. Mm, I agree. Uh, I could see that being a game that people hate, but I do like it, but I could see people hate it. You just bypass it, though, dude. I mean, because there was other better games out there that were fighting games. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean it, was, it was always in the fighting area when you're at an arcade where they actually categorize their fucking games. You were like, no one played Pit Fighter when you had Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and all that shit next to it. Oh, Wolf, man. Yeah. This, is why I love, this is why I love Wolf right here. This is why I love Wolf right here. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to publish this with video? <laughs> um, I want to say it'll get better, but yeah. I, I am saving it, so down the future. No, it, we're, we're going downhill fast. Um, <laughs> Definitely. One of the, the games that I remember, it was actually at a Dave & Buster's that like the first time I seen it was like, oh my god, that is crazy was they had like this um it was really expensive to play it was this mech warrior whole setup where you could play mech warrior against other people in like this giant setup which had to be like they put a fucking computer and all that in there the processor Um, to vr yeah it, it like huge gigantic control system wraparound screen like the whole nine yards. And I was like, this is crazy. I've never seen anything like this. Oh, man. Oh. The power glove, baby. Look at All Morrison. I can think of is fucking Dr. Claw from Inside Your Gadget. <laughs> like you just chill it in your fucking chair. I love how you gadget bottle with it. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> awesome. You it's just, like, uh, he just needs a giant white. He just needs a giant white cat sitting on his lap. Yep. That's like, dude, you, you just um, went right. I, that was like we were at the same place at the same time. But yeah. that's in my wheelhouse, and I have a nice shorn white cat, but she's inside. So we're going to leave that one alone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's for later. Oh, motherfucker. This is the Dantron 69K that I love. Hey, it's uh, official now, bro. Well, now that everybody, uh, now that everybody's gotten settled in, in that, I think we're going to call it on the arcade for right now. We can always come back to it later. Oh, but I, I think it's time to move on to ho- the horror genre. 
Spooky, the spooky season, Halloween. Isn't it? Tis the season. Yes. Has nice. to be done. Oh, uh, three weeks away, right? Horror and nudity go together. Two. They're synonymous. And I'm down with both of them. <laughs> yeah, Halloween I remember you. Halloween is uh, the absolute awesome. best holiday of the year. That's, Halloween is my favorite fucking time of the year, dude. I love it. Oh, yeah. it It is. My house is currently being done up by my wife for Halloween. And like I get super excited every time Halloween rolls around. I literally spent like an entire fucking day doing the entire exterior of my house a couple weeks ago. I was like, fuck this. I'm not going to do all this shit and not enjoy it for the entire month. Yeah. So I got animatronics and shit. Matter of fact, I think I'm going to make a YouTube video about it. Yep. I just decided I'm going to make a nice. Hell yeah, dude. You have to walk around in costume though, Scan. Yeah. We have we have a big old tractor in our yard. Uh, long story short, um, but it has a wood chipper in that, and we just rolled it out to the front of the yard and put skeletons yeah. on it. And uh, I plan on sitting on that thing on Halloween, like looking like a scarecrow with a candy bowl right in front of me. And when they go to grab the candy, I don't care how old they are; they're getting Fire terrified. Up the wood chipper. <laughs> oh. <okay. laughs> We've had someone threaten to do that multiple times in this group. Uh, yeah, and it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could literally have a DDR on site, and when trick or treaters throw up, throw the fucking DDR cabinet into the wood chipper. <laughs> nice, <Ugh>. nice. <laughs> Don't forget Arbor Day either. That's a dope holiday. Is it really a holiday? <laughs> Technically, it is, but it, it's not one of the big ones where everybody gets. To <laughs> I just, I just heard I got wood. That's it. That's <laughs> I got wood. Oh, okay. Uh, it was from so, the girl in the DDR machine. I'm telling you. <laughs> exactly. Short skirt the sundress, DDR. The sundresses oh. they strike again. Oh man, I know what you guys' porn searches are. <laughs> It ain't men in trench coats. <laughs> exactly. No, it's not. It, it smells like it, peppermint. Sundresses. Oh, dear God. All right, let's uh let's Horror keep game. moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, not just game. I mean, we could talk about the movies. I mean, mm-hmm. so many games have gotten or have been spun off in the movies and the reverse as well. You know, Friday the thirteenth, uh, Dead by Daylight's got just about everybody in it. What was that um, horror game back on the Sega where you uh, you played the psycho killer? Um, anyone know what I'm talking about? Uh, uh, you want to narrow it down a little bit? Yeah, I was like... Um, you look you like Jason... The... Oh, oh that's Splatterhouse. Splatterhouse. Yeah. yeah. Splatterhouse. I knew yeah. someone eventually would know what I'm talking about. I mean, he was only on, killing, I mean, though. He was only killing crazy. bad stuff. One yeah. plus one is three. Let's go, Raven. <laughs> uh, I do nose math. I go do no math. No math for me. I do a math all day. No math more. No more. No thank you. No math. So, so the Splatterhouse remake is freaking amazing. If you guys get a chance to play that, I can came out for PlayStation 3, um, Xbox 360. It caught like quite a bit of flack, but that game is a great beat 'em up platformer. I love it. it. Is. It's fantastic with the leveling up system and stuff. Dan, don't yeah, you have the, the special edition uh, mask like I do? You, you, you and I, that's it. it. 
Yep. Yep. Oh man. Dope. I have to check that out. I must have missed that one. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, I was about to say I, I don't remember that one. So good. Would, yeah, for some yeah, reason, it, I thought the the Splatterhouse remake when I first heard it was coming back. I'm like, oh great, that's going to be another Xbox Live arcade game. And I'm like, I'm surprised it isn't. There's okay, so a little thing in that game too is when you get certain achievements and you find certain hidden things, you actually unlock pieces of picture. Some of them are straight nudity pictures oh, of yeah. your girlfriend that you're searching for. Yep. So it's like, so it's it's not only you leveling up and all that kind of stuff, you're trying to get to certain levels in certain areas that you have a chance to pull one of those chunks of a picture. And there might be six or eight pieces that you got to make the whole picture up. But it's, yeah, it's it's awesome. That's a great game. Yeah. Jennifer. Now, Lord, uh, Lord, had, Lord had one that we were talking about earlier from the original Xbox. Um, uh, it was also a uh, PlayStation, uh, The Suffering. And then uh, The Suffering. Oh, God. Great hey, series, I, Lord. I have it right right here let me grab it out yep <laughs> i have both uh, i don't have um my second copy someone stole it from me um if i ever find him i will i will kill him yeah do not I steal both. my games they're dope where is my suffering i think the honestly i've had fun with a lot of games yeah. uh I, i've discussed like one of our friends we we're all watching a live stream of him playing and you know as i said before his mom waited for the perfect time, grabbed him by the ankle and his uh, thing scared him the hell out. And it was oh. fun, but I've had some other great games. Uh, one of the first ones that really caught my attention outside of Resident Evil was uh, the Fatal Frame series. It was so Oh my unique. God, I'm so glad you brought this up, dude. I had a roommate that played this all the time. It was so unique just because it was the fact that you're actually in a haunted area. The only way to see the spirits that are trying to kill you... Camera. Is the camera, yeah. And since we've got a new one coming out as well soon, I had to bring that one up. I know this is going to be bad and I'm going to get yelled at, but it reminds me of the, the Luigi GameCube game. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion? I dig it. Yeah. That's all right. Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> that just reminded me of that. And... Okay, there's yeah, fine. Resident name. Evil. Resident Evil is a big one, right? I mean, like that's one of the first like major survival <sighs> horror games that came Absolutely. out, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, oh. um, that we one, were... that one, what, what hooked me? That and Silent Hill. Yes. Yeah. So, oh my God! Yeah, Silent Hill. That. Oh. Um, I mean, the Resident Evil we were talking about. Uh, what was it on the last episode? Maybe or that about how, <laughs> like, the dog going down the hallway and the dogs bashing through the window, like playing that in the middle of the night and getting terrified of that scene. Like there's nothing like getting the shit scared out of you. Why playing a game where you're like all alone and you're like, I got this. I got this. Fuck. I don't got this. Oh, I don't know what to fucking do. Clock <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. tower. Great horror series. Yeah. That was another PS one. Oh. Um and you know Silent Hill, like I played that after playing um Resident Evil and went in with oh this is just like Resident Evil I'm gonna play this just like Res no it's not fucking like Resident Evil at all and that creepy radio static just just did it for me 
that is a way more cerebral like fear game because yeah. resident evil you're kind of like all right if i see a zombie not that big a deal right they're moving slow all right if i see something moving fast but there's not a lot of that stuff but that game in particular silent hill it, once it, the the story starts to unfold especially silent hill 2 where you start to get that other side of like the just the psych just the the psycho um brain that that's going on in that dude you're just like oh wow like the pieces that are going and getting put back together like that is not what i expected and that makes this even creepier so just the story itself is great uh i can't think of the name of the, the game but um one is uh dino crisis was i i was thinking of um, yeah. But there's another oh, game yeah. that is creepy like that where you play as a female antagonist. Parasite Eve. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Yes. Uh, there was yep. a different one I was going to say, and that was um, Eternal Blue Darkness. Blue Stinger. Oh, Eternal Darkness. Yep. Yeah. I got uh, one. Yeah. It's more of a recent horror. It's from the guy who did uh, Resident Evil. Uh, Shink, what's his name? Shink, Shinko? Shingo? Mikami, I forget, Japanese guy. But anyway, he did the Evil Within. He did Evil Within 1 and 2. I god darn love that horror series for uh, PS3. I don't know if it was for Xbox, but the Evil Within yeah. is dope. Why do I it have was, a background? Check that out. How do I change these things? Uh, I don't know, Ray. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Shut uh, up. There, there were a lot of good ones, and there were some bad ones, too. I mean, I mean, we did end up having that Clive Barker's Jericho. I love. I like that. It was good, but it got. Uh, well, Clive Barker's Jericho. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it, well, that happened. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, now no, I'm tuning was... in. Now I'm now I'm getting into this. Uh, I can't uh, believe I, these guys. It, it was funny because at the time. Uh, the mom. first time I was introduced to, uh, to this game, it was my nephew, and he's never seen a Clive Barker movie ever. And he goes, "Oh, this sounds like a pretty good horror game." Oh God! He goes, "Clive Barker, where have I heard that name before?" I go, "The Bon Jovi Vampire <laughs> Hellraiser." He goes, yeah, that was another one I was going to bring up after you know yeah. they just announcing recasting uh, Pinhead. That's yeah, bullshit. girl lead. Girl yeah. lead, is that That's, what it was? Yeah. yeah. Crap. Well, actually, the funny thing is, the original books that it's based off of, Pinhead was an androgynous female. So, you, uh, you know. Androgynous. Great word. Yeah, like Pat <laughs> from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> banana. Dang. Good one. Uh, um, oh, I didn't know I owned Guilty Gear. Um, game. Sorry, we're not talking about fighting games though, right now. Yeah, no, I, that... I would. I have my box of games open right now, of all my my console games. So I was looking for um something, and I was just like, oh. I well, it's... I want to thank Dan Larson because he got uh, a bunch of us in the group to play a game that. Um, and Sean, you should know this too. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, that was fun. So much fun. I do Such hope we get to play some more. Of that. What is that, Larson? What is that? Is that is from, um, if I recall, Bioshock Infinite. Yep. The, uh, yep. Yep. The grappling, grappling hook. hook. Yeah. Jesus uh, Christ! 
I have a loot crate from uh, uh, Borderlands off to my oh. left here. Um, oh my god. Um, Lord, Lord brought up another game earlier that uh, me and him were talking about. The Dead Space series. Oh. Mm. Great one. Was that Lord that brought that up? That's an awesome yeah. series. Yeah. Great, great, great series. You actually got me into that series, too. Which is ironic, because uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Dead Space 2? Uh, it, it became uh, free-to-play or whatever, and you're like, I don't know if you should play this. Yeah, because <laughs> I have memory freaking issues. What can I say? <laughs> he literally got me into it, and he's like, I got you into this. How can you not remember this? I'm like, I, I got problems, man. What do you want from me? I went to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, like you guys could tell me your names, and I will forget it the next time we talk. I'm like, I, I, I'll maybe remember your your taglines and that, but I forget things constantly, forever. Um, but that's here nor there. So. So while I was looking in the box, I found um, uh, Night of the Living Dead. Um, or, yeah, Night of the Living Dead, uh, uh, the game. And I was thinking about those movies. Now, I was really big into, like, zombie films and stuff like that back in the day. And uh, really wasn't allowed to watch a whole lot of horror films because I have way too active of imagination. And would get terrified. Um, but what do you guys think of like older era zombie movies compared to today's stuff? Are we talking well, like more. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? Like that kind of old school, <laughs> oh, like scary it, stuff? Okay. By the way, love that cartoon. <laughs> uh, the movie. I'm not a zombie guy at all. I like a lot of The Walking Dead, but now it's really kind of just boring. But I'm I think it's just because there's guy. too much out of it. Like everything is zombies now, so it's just saturated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. But if we didn't have if we didn't have the oversaturation of you know zombie movies and that, we wouldn't have Left for Dead. We wouldn't have Left for Dead too. We wouldn't have Back for Blood. Because I just never even gave a shit about like Night of the Living Dead. You know, like I just never did. Am I weird for that, or is that is that no? no. no. There's a lot of people though. I know that never. Oh yeah, really I mean, got into those. Um, I also like the uh, um. Now I can't think of the name of them. Uh, Evil Dead. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, Evil Dead. Yeah, Bruce Campbell, Campbell was great for that. <laughs> yeah. Hated it. But, but wasn't <laughs> that shot in our? <laughs> was that really a horror movie though? When you think about no. it, like yeah, it was more of a comedy. comedy. That was that's like yeah. more like Ghostbusters level. It's like it's trying to be scary, but it's more of a comedy. So I don't, that's kind of like Cabin in the Woods too, only with that little extra nerd aspect to it, mm -hmm. which is why it's phenomenal. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I love being a nerd. And there's there's a lot of other ones we haven't even talked about. Uh, Texas Chainsaw. They need to make Nightmare. They need to make an I Know What You Did Last Summer video game because Jennifer Love Hewitt's ass was <sighs> on point. 
Jennifer Love Hewitt was the hottest girl on the face of the planet, in my opinion, in those days. And I haven't seen her in a while, but she probably still is. I think I think I did see something with her. And she she's still, still hot. Yeah, yeah, she still holds up. Dude, she's hot as fuck. <laughs> there was another one, Rachel Lee Cook. Was that another one that was cute at that time too? Yeah, she was in yeah. she was in uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. No. <laughs> Do not question the Wolfman. He knows his shit. <laughs> no, when I heard Rachel Lee Cook, the first thing that popped in my mind was the girl from She's All That. That's it. She is. That is the girl. <laughs> yeah. <It's... laughs> I know. The... Yeah, didn't she just do a new show with uh, that was actually a sequel to that? It's like he's all that or something. It's the gender reversal of the whole thing. I don't know. There's out there. There's way too many characters to keep straight. What about Terradrome? Terradrome. I don't think Lord and Raven have ever heard of that. Oops. Oops, Dan. Jennifer Jason Lee is who was. Who I was uh, thinking of from Fast Times. That's a, we're drinking, dude. It's all I know. good. It's I okay. Thank you. you. I get a pass. I get a full pass. I, okay. I, I love so, you, bro. I'm it's not Friday even night, bro. They're you. I do All rules nope. are out the window. I got you. So speaking of horror films, I'm trying to think of the name of this horror film that my cousin tried to get me to watch when we were younger. And it was with these, uh, they look like tribbles with like horrible, like bitey mouths. Critters. Oh, Critters. Yeah, critters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah. we got to watch this. And I'm like, I don't No, I'm good. Five okay. So first later. horror movie that messed you guys up. Let's go. Like we got to, we got to talk about this first horror movie you ever watched that messed you up. Like you thought about it for months afterwards. Let's go. I the got ring. two. The ring. Jeez. I liked the ring. I liked it a lot, yeah. dude. All right, I'm not getting any reciprocation here, so totally I'm <laughs> no. We were talking about cool scan. We no, were talking we, about the one that messed you up, not one that you loved, one that really like messed with your I mind. It Usually, it happened when you were younger. No, I'm not talking about when I was young. I'm talking about being 21, bachelor pad, had a roommate, and we freaking partied, and we all watched The Ring. And I swear to God, the girl from The Ring lived in our basement for months <laughs> after the fact. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, um, okay. I thought I thought there The Ring go. did a good job, man. It was a really popular movie. I loved The Ring. I really did. Mine's a weird one. Mine is I can't even call it a horror movie because it was more comedy. House Two. Oh, uh, House that was a good cool. one. Yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. So when uh, I was that, little, that messed me up me, for a while. For me, uh, I think it was five or six. And I can watch it now, and I love it now. And I think it's a great movie. And it's it's but the original it mm. that one oh, messed yeah. me up. And I also watched it, and it was on during Christmas. Don't know why, but I watched <laughs> it. It's a Christmas film, do you know? And, and it's the one where he the scene that really fucked with me was the one in the shower when like all the shower heads were moving. He's coming up the drain and trying to yeah. get. Yeah. Oh, I was God. thinking that was going to happen under my bed, so I went and slept under the Christmas tree with the Christmas tree lit. Because I figured he wouldn't try and get me under a Christmas tree. Oh God! But um, now I can watch it. And I love that movie. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. I have to say, for me, uh, as I said, I, I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of horror films because way too active imagination. Um, but and this is probably why I've seen Freddy and Freddy Krueger, and I just that 
like I was constantly terrified of for a while there to go to sleep um, because I was pretty sure that it was going to he was going to come after me in my sleep. Mm hmm. Classic. Classic. I'll give you're you that. Not the only one. Uh, oh, I'm getting ready. To, I'm getting ready to go see uh, Halloween Kills tomorrow. So I think nice. my son and I are going to yep. go see that. And arachnophobia because I have a terror of spiders already already. And I seen that when we lived in a trailer park. And I was like, no, why are we watching this? I'm already afraid of spiders. <laughs> Y'all in the same way, I'll never watch that movie. Even the stupid one, like eight legged freaks with like David Arquette that's stupid and crap. Won't even watch that one. <laughs> Fuck spiders. Oh, I've that. actually seen that one in uh God, what was that dollar theater called? It was down off of Gratiot. It was connected to a mall. The Bruin um, View. Yeah, it, we go down there and like see crappy ass movies for stupid cheap, and you know, of course, we went down there already pissed drunk, paid a dollar to see eight crazy leg freaks, and I don't remember jack shit because I fell asleep during the movie because I was so plowed. <laughs> it only cost you. It only cost you a dollar, so it's cool. Yeah, it oh, yeah, that. You, that's what it was for. It was for sleeping it off. <laughs> so the one for me was Troll. Troll. Ooh. So that one jacked me up because I was like six or seven. My parents were watching it. And because, look, I'm a saint. So I normally don't do things that are wrong. So, but this one time <laughs> yeah. I snuck out, just the one time I snuck yeah. out and I, <laughs> I went and kind of peeked and I was like, Ooh, this looks cool. And then all of a sudden, like, no, that is not cool at all. And for, I am not exaggerating for probably a good six months, six months, it jacked me up, like jacked me up, like lack of sleep. Um, oh man, it was that don't watch troll. Actually, I think it was troll two. I don't think it was the first troll. I think it was troll two and oh, nope. Mm -mm. So this still day, can't watch it. He does not like seeing midgets at Walmart. Only when they're wrestling. That's it. Midget tossing or midget <laughs> yeah. Actually, they, they like the term little people. They don't like midgets. So, yeah. Yeah. My wife wouldn't like being called a midget. Thank you very much. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, she's short. Very short. Um, yeah. I, I thought of another movie I really liked that was a horror film, or at least I felt it was a horror film. Um, Cube. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> That no. it, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie. It's just like they made sequels to it, but the first one is just like fucked up, particularly the ending. All right. I didn't get a chance to go yet. I said I had two. Yeah. And, go ahead. Um, and <laughs> one was uh, the first one I saw probably messed me up for a year was uh, the act was Poltergeist was the first one. I couldn't even look at a TV, you know, when it was on the static, you know, it just messed me up. And then the second one I saw shortly after The Exorcist and both of those movies, like Dan said, jacked me up for a long time. Oh, I can imagine that. Yep. I mean, those mm -hmm. were both pretty, uh, I I'm not going to say super graphic, but those had such a mind fuck on most people yeah oh. definitely especially me the second the first one was was bad but the second one 
because uh, I had braces at the time. So the braces scene in the bathroom when they came out. Oh, oh God, kid. yeah. Oh, no, no. Couldn't, yeah. Couldn't do that one. Just because they were relatable because it was like everyday regular people and then everything in their house that you probably had. All of a sudden, that uh, stuff's coming alive. And yeah. You're talking about Final Destination now. Now, <laughs> how many people think about Final Destination yes. when you're just living your best life? Like, I'm only when I'm traveling down the highway behind the uh, semi carrying trees. Yep, I, I did that the other day on the freeway. I literally got off the freyway. <laughs> I was like, yep. "No, Lord, bro, Lord, I live are you in talking Washington about State. your little truck, your regular truck, or the work, <laughs> the work truck." And I think I don't know why you would be scared. You're in a freaking giant. No, oh no, man, no. <laughs> and, things and, are eye level. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing, like. Lord had just told me like a week prior that he was like, no, I was driving down the road and I got stuck behind a lumber truck. And then a week later it happened to me and both of us were just, you know, we had the same response. I'm going to off the freeway. Fuck this shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I gave him a nice little 250 foot cushion till I could get to my exit. <laughs> uh, no, no. Man, you know, my luck. <laughs> uh, Lord, did you even say what was you know? No, the uh, uh, for me it was a uh, Silence of the Lambs. That yeah. one got to me, especially when uh, you uh, you know have an older brother because you're the youngest, and uh, he points out that it's uh, based off of uh, real events from multiple people. They took like eight, nine different people and put it into one person and created a horrifying serial killer. Yeah. Now, as far as uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street goes, uh, most of you guys probably don't know this, but it's actually based off of a true story. Uh, there was a, a family who escaped the killing fields of uh, Cambodia, and uh, their son uh, was petrified to go to sleep. He was having nightmares. He finally fell asleep. Everybody thought everything was okay, and he died in the middle of a nightmare while he was screaming. That is where the concept behind Freddy Cougar came from. Mm. Savage. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, I'm less it... okay with that now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the nightmare was uh, was Jack Quimby hosting the Scan Lives on Friday nights. Oh my gosh! Are we going to go off on that tangent? That talk about derailed. No, right no, now. no. Let's let's not derail this one right now. Since we're already starting to derail, I'm going to take this thing the whole way off the uh, off the road here. The scariest movie to me is Titanic, because I'd be one of those poor bastards to get stuck on the fucking boat. When I'm, that I'm damn sorry, thing snapped in half, and I'm, I I just tumble through and they freeze. They both could have fit it while they, conscious. They both could have fit on that door. That was bullshit. <laughs> she killed him. You know. It, you bring up that thing, and that's one of the weirdest things I always thought. Someone actually wrote a book called The Titan a decade before the Titanic yep. launched. The exact and it was about a boat sinking after happened. hitting one? Yeah. Yep. How the hell could that have been done? And then I, a decade later, that happens. I have this whole thought about, like, every book is just a precognition about something that, you know, is happening somewhere in some dimension. But you know, I've done I've done things to my brain. So, <laughs> mm. a nightmare. So, <laughs> so, can I ask a quick another quick question? Um, sure. 
I don't, I don't mean to, you know, keep derailing. I just I have these questions keep popping in my brain that everybody I think would like is, um, so best new or continuing horror series that, um, that is out. And I'm going to start off with the new Halloweens. When Rob Zombie started up the new Halloweens, freaking amazing. Um, the, the first and the second one, absolutely insane. Um, because of the, the twist, the more, it wasn't just like the normal, like, like story of the stalker, you know, going after the prom queen and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It was that whole part where he took you and put you into Michael Myers mindset and actually almost made him a sympathetic character. That was, that was what threw me off like big time. The first one, great. The second one, the fact that it felt like more, it was a, it was more about his sister than it was actually about him. That whole mind twist on the horror genre, just, I loved it. I, I really, really enjoy that, that series. Hmm, that is Anyone a good else? one. Well, no, no, no. I'm just thinking because there, there really isn't a whole lot that's continuing. I mean, Saw kind of died off now. Um, you know, Nightmare died off. Friday the 13th died off. There's no, uh, not a whole lot of old stuff. I mean, hell, they were so bad. It was so bad that they brought back, you know, uh, Child's Play as a TV show. I mean, that's mm. it's not going to be the same as it was during the movies. Um, they're rebooting Hellraiser, which we talked, which I brushed upon earlier. That's <laughs> probably not going to be anywhere near it. Yeah. yeah they, um, they, re they rebooted Carrie. That was bad. Yeah. Um, they're wanting to reboot Christine, which I'm like, why? the first one. Oh, no, don't do that. Yeah, like the regular one was, or, well. I think now they're just going to start throwing darts at a board that has all of Stephen King's movies on it. Let's just throw another, let's just redo, you know, Rose Red or uh, Pet Cemetery. Oh, wait, they did that already. Didn't they? they did Pet Cemetery. <laughs> the Shining. Yeah. The Shining. Mm. Great movie. Good there movie, are some things that they shouldn't to touch. touch. Yeah, that's one of them. Sorry. Yeah, that, that's Nicholson one that did that's so good. With. You know, The Stand was also another good one that they didn't really need to redo, that I was kind of let down seeing the new version of it. Which one? The Stand. Oh, I didn't hear you. Sorry, it cut oh, out for okay. me. Well, I, there's a new horror couple, the series that i'm thinking about and i guess to even call it a series is ridiculous because there's only been two movies but don't breathe and don't breathe too are fantastic new horror movies fantastic oh, i'll have to check them out then yes absolutely check them out i watched a trailer for uh the don't breathe one recently i was like because yep. i was looking at horror stuff because someone said get ready for horror films um, and I was like, actually, this is kind of awesome. Yeah, it is. It's so good, Raven. You got it. I think they're, I don't know if they're both on Netflix or not, but you should definitely check them out. Um, one of the ones I was thinking about was, um, uh, Jeepers Creepers. Oh my God. Uh, that was yeah, kind of corny. Yeah. But um, corny. Be cool. I did end up no. watching that after a recommendation uh, a couple there weeks There were two of them, right? There wasn't there two of them? Yeah. There was two. Three, yeah. actually, for Jeepers Creepers. Really? They made, a, they made it a trilogy? Yeah, the third one was they a direct to sci-fi. 
Yeah. Oh, well, that tells you how great it was. Yeah, I was say, I was like, oh, that, that's like Sharknado. All right, cool. <laughs> I was just going to say, dude. I was going to say, I watched all the Sharknados. We just talked about this early today. Dan Tron and I did. Um, <laughs> I was like, you know what? It's so fucking bad. It's good. But you know what you're getting into when you watch it. You know it's going to be fucking bad. Yeah. But you just accept it for what it is. And then uh, you hate it. Like deep, but it's good. Like Deep Blue Sea. Right, you know it's not going to be a good movie, but it's Ugh. like, all right, we're going to watch this because I know what uh, I'm getting into. Oh, wait, that wasn't that the one with uh, uh, Jessica Alba? No, that no. was the one with um, with uh, what was it? Um, LL Cool J was in it as a cook. Yeah, and it was the genetically modified sharks. It was like I guess you could call it um, the Meg Light. I suppose the Meg is like a bigger yeah. version of it, yeah. but uh, thriller. Who style. here? Um has issues going into open water even even like great lakes and that because of jaws as a kid you're fine if you're naked it's fine jaws doesn't like <laughs> naked people so I mean, dude we live in florida down here man people water ski on freshwater lakes where there's alligators you know gators and shit yeah Ray, why'd you have to bring up something we just talked about an hour and a half ago you know shark attack in illinois and Mississippi yeah, we, and Missouri. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, hey, there's been shark attacks in Illinois, and I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? What, and like the fucking local aquarium? No, uh, oh, I, I was literally looking through this thing, and it said uh, the, the the state with the like different numbers of shark attacks. It's surprisingly, I saw one in you know Missouri, I saw one in Illinois. I'm like, how? And it okay, was like uh, it wasn't just like one; it was like listed between five and ten attacks. In Illinois, yeah, there was like, like I need seven more attacks. Water. Yeah, it's like how? Unless it's someone who fell into the shark tank in an aquarium, that's the only thing it I can think of. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right? bull sharks can go up, but they won't make it that far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like into into fresh water. Yeah, I mean, they can go in fresh water. It's just that is a little far out of their uh, their reach Bur- zone. Brackish water, maybe. <laughs> but... Um, but there there were some good ones, as you were talking about. They were so bad, they were still ho- labeled horror movies, but still funny. You know, um, or just bad where they didn't make sense. Like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh. Uh. oh, that's a great movie. And the reason why it's great is because it doesn't make sense. And yeah. the little part that does make sense is ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there were and there were some movies that tried to be scientific and just failed, like for example, from the 90s, like the relic. Uh you know, there, there are just so many goofy ones that they came out with. And then once they realized, well, we've got all these things we can just make fun of. Well, let's make them into horror movies and then like sci-fi put one out every week for like four years in a row. You know? I mean, um, so you Megalodon guys... versus Al- Megagator. It's like, the <laughs> hell? Wolfman is near death. Oh, here we go. Let's <laughs> fuck I saw that. I'm like, countdown's on. Um, by the way, the raptor scenes in Jurassic Park, those were awesome. <laughs> I wouldn't like consider just, that horror, though. No, yeah, no, I'm just saying for like yeah. jump scare, 
Like, yeah. Not the, I wouldn't count Jurassic Park as a horror film either. I'm just saying, you know, jump scares and that. Yeah. Um, jump but, scares uh, are so easy. Like, I like any horror film where you don't need a jump scare, but something that can get into your head, make you overthink things, and make you, you know what I mean? Like, it's got to be more than just fucking cheap jump scare shit. So it's the but I love Jurassic Park. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yes, sir. I mean, you're an 80s kid, so I, I would hope so. <laughs> Fuck yeah. No, Ray, um, I'm sure you're not paying attention, but behind him, there is a Jurassic Park virtual pinball machine. I did not see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He has yeah, to speak again for it to pop back up. Thing of beauty. <laughs> thing of beauty. Oh, man. Um, But, uh, no, I was going to ask a question that I, w- I was thinking about here is... um. For horror films, because there's such a variety now, you know, from nowadays, and you go from like the kind of over the top cheesy stuff of like the 80s and stuff like that and early 90s to the more like realistic, brutal stuff of the modern era. What what would be your guys's more like favorite style out of those? Willie's Wonderland. <laughs> Willis Nick Cage, Nicholas. Yep. Oh God, yeah. Dude, I, I would have said it was that one and the original House of the Dead. So bad, they're hilarious. It's like I don't know. Like, I would have said like, anything but Human Centipede. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, that's what I'm talking about. It's like that realistic, like kind of horror, you know, that is kind of more of prevalent nowadays like the gorier the more realistic the brutal like stuff like, hmm. like me, uh, having hostile. more war doesn't mean more I, i'm like i'm like skin i like the ones that make you think the ones that make you really just digest things because that stuff scares <clears throat> me more honestly because if it's something that just looks gross <clears throat> or sounds gross it'll hit you one way but the ones that like methodically do something or they have a reason for their stuff or they do something and it makes you think or just like kind of wink, cringe a little bit those are scarier in my opinion yeah i, I agree i totally agree dude what about the saw they, they stick you guys with like you the saw, you guys like the saw movies yes i love them yeah i worked I, in a movie theater when the first one came out i am good get in trouble for this one since you brought it up um I, i've mentioned this to some of you before again um I worked at a Halloween at Spirit Halloween early 2000s. Yeah, dude, good for you. Uh, I love. We were Spirit in a strip Halloween, mall that dude. had a movie theater in it, and uh, they were playing Saw, and I had one of my nieces just at that age to be the hype for Jigsaw. So we went and grabbed a cheap trike, put her on it, dressed her up in a Saw costume or uh, Jigsaw costume, had her in the middle of the movie. Opened the door, had her just bike the uh, the trike down, stop, turn her head, look at everybody, and then start pedaling off. God, I've never heard an audience scream so much. I am <laughs> impressed, and at you know, just like oh my god, I could totally see you helping set something like that up. <laughs> they asked for something, we gave it. I mean, um, I like I like six nine. He has a saw tattoo on his face. Does that count? <laughs> Does he? 
What um, does he have? It literally has the fucking the dude from Saw, like the yeah. toy guy's face tattooed on his fucking oh, face. Oh, damn. I didn't know uh, that. Yeah. That's either hardcore or that's just lame. So Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm thinking it's, lame. Yeah, it's one of the two extremes. There's no in-between yeah. on yeah. I definitely like movies and stuff like that, especially when it's like a psychological thriller or something that's really going to fuck with you that um, is open-ended, like that it doesn't, the, the whole thing doesn't end at the end of the movie where you're, you're like, I am not sure if that, if that ended well. Inception. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, stuff like that where you're like, oh, I am not sure that turned out anywhere where we thought it was going to. Like, there's not a happy ending here. I really like stuff that does not end with a happy ending where you're not sure if it all ended well. I think it's better storytelling. Reminds me of a a movie called uh, Ghost Ship. Y'all ever seen Ghost Ship? Yeah, that was a, yeah. That was good. That was good. That ending, like I didn't think you didn't think that ending was going to happen, and then it does, and so it's like, oh, they're going to go fuck something else up now because they survived. So it's there's it a decent one. There, um, there was this movie. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it. I seen it on YouTube. It was one of those like, um, where the narrator explains what the film is, and they go through the entire film, and it was. This movie about a young lady who goes on a like sailing trip with her friends and they end up on a cruise ship and they're all being like picked off. And the ending of it is like, oh, that is effed up. Not what I'm familiar with. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head right now. So but, I got uh, a good one, though. I got uh-huh. a good one. Event Horizon. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Hey, if you guys have ever seen the unedited, like extended, extended edition of Event Horizon, or even paid attention to the, you got a hold of the um, like edited scenes that they pulled out of there, like the cutscene and stuff. Dude, that movie was way more messed up than even the messed up version that we saw in the theaters. Wow. That I'll have to check that. that out. That's probably one of my favorite Sam Neill movies because yep. he is insane in that movie. Yep. Loved it. Great movie, Dan. Good, good choice. Uh, um, <laughs> Lord, anything you got to add for uh, ones that we might not have talked about? Oh my god! Pet Cemetery, Gray Cat. Yeah. Right. Um. I no. Don't put mitt mitts in the the pet cemetery, please. I would never fucking do that. I just love your cat. <laughs> the only thing that I remember from It's not Pet my Cemetery. cat. It's Lord's cat. Oh, I've, never met, I've never met your cat or whoever's cat it is. I love um, the fucking cat. My cat's a black cat because that's the only cats I own is black. And so that explains your luck. I've been thinking strongly about adopting a black cat. You know, uh, this time of year is... Uh, really rough on black cats because people do really horrible things this time of year to black cats so that's a shame too yeah. and black cats are the i guess predominantly the the least adopted cats which is like what the fuck yeah yeah you need it's to good. name it scan if you're gonna get one it needs to be named scan <laughs> yeah or, um, scan or scantron. 
or Mr. Meowgi is what we've discussed. Meowgi. <laughs> nice. Oh, I like that's that a lot. Uh, yeah. That's a great listen. I'm a huge cat lover. I never was. We had a cat that was uh, 18 years old. He passed away in June. He was my fucking homeboy. I miss him every day. But I'm thinking, okay, if I ever do get one, I do not like the fact that the black cats are not a- adopted. Like, that's such a dumb fucking stigma with our society. Like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. yeah and, and, like, so my one cat who's black, her, uh, her name's Lilith. Um, she's the mother of all monsters. She's a big, fat, black cat. And then our other cat, uh, he's Ichabod. Mr. Ichabod. Good. Uh, I like <laughs> unique, creepy names. <laughs> okay. I-, I think it's getting late. I think it's time to call it, guys. Thank you all for being here. Uh, anything you guys want to say before we head out? I think we covered thoughts and prayers to you, Wolfman. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I, I think. Uh, oh, Lord's Wolf's, uh, only uh, statement is, uh, you know, Bob Dole. <laughs> Bob Dole, the man of the people. Bob Dole, Bob Dole, Bob Dole. Yeah, my, my yeah, parents have two I'm... black cats, and they love them. Isis and Mojo, they're great, great cats. Love them a lot. I love how we went from arcades to horror films to the ending of this is us just talking about cats. Bob Dole. <laughs> Bob Dole. The, the only cat that never mind. We're good. Yeah, I'm not dantron in that one. No. Nope. Oh. <laughs> one last drink for you, fellas. Now let's times. do it. One more. One I'm more out. I'm sorry. Oh, out. Uh. But that's why you got to get you a koozie on the fifth and you're never out. Just keep I know. Well, I don't need to be upstairs in this room. If I'm downstairs, I'm accessing here, here. Here's the black cats and horror and fucking arcades. Yes, sir. All right. Wrap us out, Shadow. Thank you, everybody, for being here again. This is Shadow Gaming Podcast. Have a good one and we'll see you soon. Be safe.